Hello and welcome to episode 45 of Mature Gamer Bits and PCs. Um, it's Beastie here and it's staggering from my point of view. Um, apparently he's been on the show before but I, I really don't believe it. We have, unbelievably, um, Kev joining us today. I've been on the show before. It was a long time ago, before I got banned by John for upsetting him. So. <laughs> well, I don't remember that. I mean, <laughs> who's, oh, yeah, John? I mean who's, even, who's John even? I'm, I'm a little bit concerned that you obviously haven't listened to your own back catalogue. This is quite concerning. If well, you don't listen to the first 10 episodes again, you'll hear me pop up occasionally. It was actually where Anna made her podcast debut as well on Bits and PCs. <gasps> My goodness. He, he actually stole her before we got a chance to put her on the show um, for a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I, mean, I think it's. I, I thought it was kind of a, a standard um, bits and pieces rule that no one listens to episode one. So I don't know if we should recommend that. It's. Uh, I think they're they're not exactly proud of that episode. Is the uh, general rule. <laughs> well, it's still on iTunes, and I highly recommend it to everybody who wants to hear an excellent debut podcast episode. Then listen to episode three as well because I'm on that one. I think I hosted one at some point. Actually, now you I say, is, I'm sure is, I hosted one. This is going one. crazy. I John had a week off. Like I don't know, probably you know what? You two might or three be months right. in, and I think I hosted a week as well. So there you go. It's it's yeah. not my debut. No, but it's kind of this year debut. Exactly. Yeah, it's 2013 debut. Um, so yeah, so it's just myself and Kev, and we're actually on a strange turn of events. We're recording this a bit earlier than normal. We're normally kind of recording the Sunday, so this might hit your iTunes accounts a little bit um, earlier than normal. Um, if some bothers to upload it. We're in the unique situation where, because we're recording this now, but it's not going to be put out until the weekend, if I die tomorrow and aren't able to do our show, this could be the last people ever hear of me. So Ooh. it could be quite weird. They have, tom- tomorrow night, it's just Sheepdog, just crying because I've been in a horrible accident. And then Sunday night, you hear me being all jovial with you again, and it's like, I'm back from the dead. It'll be awesome. That so if be, I did hmm. die, I do insist that the podcast is, is released anyway. I like that this could be like your um, that, that kind of last album you do, and it's one that's really special because you've died, and the albums come out after you, and everyone gets really excited because it becomes, becomes collectible, and everyone wants to go out and rush out the room. They'll buy loads of the podcast if you could buy them, and they'll get really overexcited. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that I mean, that's exciting, and and possibly macabre. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe. Okay. So anyway, well, let's get. Off. We've got actually a little bit of kind of housekeeping to go before we kick into the excitement of what we've been playing. Um, we've been doing the ongoing, ongoing uh, Bunnies vs. Hog, Hogs, which I think is at two all at the moment. Um, there's been no um, kind of uh, breaking of serves so far. Every, I think every uh, console ga- game is one of the console games and the PC game is one of the PC games. Um, is that going to change with the FIFA 12 on 360 um, probably because it's going to be the first time I've played for the console team oh, on a console game. Uh, I've only ever played for us in the PC version so far because I've not had Xbox Live for months. But I am making my glorious return in this one. And if Sheepdog plays for us as well, we are going to be ruined. But you do have the Gibber returning, the the championship FIFA player, Quidditch World Champion is his actual yes, title. Quidditch World Champion, of course, absolutely. Um, and he was properly good if i remember correctly like really like that that scary level of good problem is though we've picked our team it's fifa 12 by the way i don't think you said it's fifa 12 12, we've picked our team playground style so we've got two good players we've got gibber and wolster so obviously they're playing up front i'm (laughs) i'm not very good and i'm playing in defense 
Okay. So we have a bit of a problem where we're probably going to score a lot of goals, providing the ball ever makes it anywhere near them two, which if the rest of the team are roughly at my standard, chances are they're just going to be isolated and uh, they're going to have to come deep for the ball. And uh, it's just not going to work out well. Yeah, that's going to be yeah, that's going to be interesting, actually, because I don't know what to expect from the um, the follow, fellow hoglets and the fellow bunnies about who's good and who's bad. Um I'm expected to get sent off in about the first two minutes as well. We spent the rest of the evening watching because when they were when um, Shadow Line was originally setting it up, he did say we'd turn red cards off, and there was a little bit of secret uh, hedgehog discussion saying, "Problem is, if you do that, we're all going to play like psychos because there's no consequences." Yeah. So we put the red cards back on, and then suddenly thought, "Oh shit, we're still going to do really bad tackles and probably get sent off. So chances are, I think there's a, a rule on FIFA where if you have three players sent off, you automatically forfeit the match. Yeah. With these being 30-minute games, I see that happening. Uh, I think it's a best of three. I would say at least two of those three are going to be forfeit it, just whoever gets the least players sent off. Wow, that's going to be, yeah, that could be a um, kind of a shock, kind of like a technical knockout. Exactly. Ooh. So, yeah, so the details, like, so... It's 11 versus 11, and it's going to be Thursday the 30th of May. Um, I think there are still slots on both teams, certainly on the Bunnies. Um, yeah, we've only got seven or eight at the moment, I think, so there's definitely slots for us as well. Um, so if you guys are interested, there is a section in the forums to sign up and the kind of um, choose your allegiance. I think kickoffs are probably like between eight and nine on the Thursday. Um, invariably, it will be nine because everyone's it's dicking around with microphones and stuff like that. Which and if you're not very good... Feel free to put your name down for the bunnies, even if you're primarily a console player. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, make it, make it. I mean, we'll just choose something. That's a good point. That could, it could only mean that we choose a worse game, like League of Legends for the uh, next PC game, which is going to go well. I'd have thought. <laughs> it's the times like this. I wish I still had my ice cream cones knocking around, but they were confiscated <laughs> long ago. <laughs> It could be quite tough to have an ice cream cones in uh, in this podcast. I got a feeling. Well, it could be. You could be brutally. You could have like ice cream cones, like splinters in your mouth from gnawing so many. They kind of go a bit mushy though if you eat too many. When I tried to put one in whole, it just kind of goes soft. It's quite disappointing. Yeah, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. But moving on, we do have some things you want to plug. <laughs> the reason I'm here. Yeah, the reason you're here. Just like a book launch. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing the rounds. I'm going to be. Uh... I'm going to be on Radio 4 tomorrow afternoon as well, plugging our, plugging our new bits and PCs if I can get myself on. Um, right, where are we? Three things, what have I got? Proton and Robbie Roo. You may have heard them invade our show on Friday with a little promo for their new show, which at the time didn't have a name. It now does have a name and it has a Twitter account. It's Mature Gamer Podcast Night Shift. You can follow them on Twitter at MGP Night Shift. And that's kind of all the information they're telling me about it at the moment. They're both sort of huddled in the corner, furiously scribbling down notes and doing strange impressions and playing with soundboards, trying to come up with something that resembles a a gaming podcast. I've kind of told them to try and keep it retro and indie focused if they can, but I've got a feeling that the way they're acting at the moment, just sort of shiftily staring over at me occasionally giggling and then writing something else down anything could be coming out of their Mm. curious minds um so that follow them on twitter that show will appear at some point in the next couple of weeks i don't know if it will be out before the next episode of this show um if it is yeah you get it downloaded just follow them on twitter they'll let you know so that's mgp night shift on twitter 
Are they recording it at night? I assume so. Or is it going to be like an eight-hour podcast every week, every day? I've, I've got a suspicion that Proton doesn't ever go out during the day. I think he only functions at night. The only time mm-hmm. I've ever met him, it was after dark, and he was sat on a bench outside a pub while I was calling at him from a car park above. So Okay, that, does sound, that does sound a bit like doggy, doesn't it, really? Yeah, he's a shifty character, so I imagine that's where the name came from. Um, what else have I got to plug? Our app. Our app is out. We've talked about it a lot on our show. Um, if you haven't already got it, go and get it. It doesn't cost you anything. Just go on to iOS, Android, or the Amazon App Store. Search for Mature Gamer Podcast. The app comes up. It is free. You get every episode of our show. Not this one. No. Make the cup. Um, but you also get a link to the new mobile version of the website that Jay's put together for us. So it's got a mobile version of the website, a mobile version of the forum. And the mobile version of the forum works better than any of the mobile forum apps that you can get. It dicks all over Tapper Talk. It's awesome. He's done really well with it. You can just access it straight from the app as well, which is really cool. You can contact the show. You can follow the Twitter accounts on there. And at some point in the near future... There will be lots of new content being thrown in on that as well, um, which more details will arise as we get more people downloading. We're kind of keeping an eye on how many we've got downloaded. We've got an idea of where our critical mass is for our installed numbers. And when that hits a certain level, we're going to look at doing some pretty cool stuff with it, which will then involve bits and PCs and Night Shift. Um, that's who, who did the work on that? That was, um, that was, this is one of the reasons why this place costs so much money for us to run. We actually get that free with our hosting that we don't need. Uh, ah. it's, it's ridiculous. Somehow, me and Sheepdog, because we're, we're not the most astute businessmen in the world, we've somehow got ourselves into a situation where, which way around is it? I think I am paying out each month for Spreaker, where we do our live show, where this show is hosted, where Night Shift will be hosted. But although this show and Night Shift are hosted there, our show's not hosted there. Only broadcasts live there. Our show's hosted by somewhere else that he has a direct debit going out for. And that's where the app comes from. As part of the extortion app money we pay them to host our show, um, they've given us an app. And it's, uh, to be fair, it's awesome. And it's much better than what we were expecting. It's much better than the first thing they threw at us, actually. They threw us an app initially, and we had a look at it. It was like, anyone who stumbled across that, when it was, I think it was only on the Amazon App Store um, about a month ago, and at that point we were on the verge of binning the whole idea because it was awful. But we said we gave them the list of changes that we wanted, including making it free because this dog shit app they gave us originally they wanted to charge a couple of quid for. Um, but yeah, it's now looking really good, and that's all done as part of that. So there you go, workings of the inside of Mature Gamer Podcast. That's well, why yeah. we're skint and asking for money because we're idiots and not capable of keeping it all in one place. <laughs> and the third thing that I want to uh, that I want to plug, and then I'm I think I'm going to bed at that point. I'm probably, probably yeah, probably. Um, any of you mobile phone owners out there? I assume most of you have one. If you're not familiar with them, they're basically they're like the phone you have in your house, but you can just carry it around in your pocket, and it still works even when it's not plugged in. It's pretty cool. If you haven't got one, check them out. You can get them most. Uh, I think you can get them from our Amazon link, to be fair. That's uh, maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon. But if you pick yourself up a mobile phone, if it's a modern one, chances are, if it's not already installed on there, you'll have the option to install a shiny little app called Flipboard, which is basically a way of um, keeping up to date with news. It has loads of different magazines and things on there. You can basically select your own content. It pulls in RSS feeds all over the internet. And it's a really cool way to keep up with news that's personalized to you. Now, what I've done within that is set up a Mature Gamer podcast magazine 
where I'm basically doing the hard work for you. I'm trawling the internet. I'm checking out all these nerdy RSS feeds. I'm subscribed to the Flipboard Gaming, Tech, Geek, Cool, all sorts of little things that I'm going through a couple of times a day. Reflipping them, I think is the technical term, over nice. into Short like Cast Magazine, um, which is going really well. There's um, we push it with over 50 people are now subscribed to that, which is mental because it's only been going about a week and it was just me having a mess around on Flipboard initially. Um, but it's it's pretty cool. It's up to date with loads of gaming news. You've got links to all the major gaming sites and as news breaks, it appears in there. You've got links to our feed and when our shows come out, they appear in there as well. Um, we actually have included bits and pieces in that, so your shows uh, appear in there as well. Um, and it's just really cool. And the way we're going to use this because I don't do anything for nothing. I'm not just doing this out of the kindness of my heart. Within the magazine, there is an option for all those news stories. There's a little love heart button at the bottom. That's the like button. You hit that. And what I want you to do, when you're reading through this, getting up to date with your gaming news while you're sat there having a poo in the morning or perhaps uh, perhaps last thing at night after you, before you go to sleep, you're flicking through the news. You think, oh, that's a story and a half. I want to hear about that. I want to hear what Kev and Sheepdog and Bounty have got to say about that. Just click that little love heart and um, it then appears on my phone telling me you've liked it and we're going to try and tailor the content of our show around the stuff that you guys like on this app so we're actually getting some involvement from the little people it's amazing oh that sounds very meta i know um so yeah i'm telling you the stories that i like so you can tell me which one of those stories you like we narrow it down we talk about the stuff you guys are interested in it's all very fancy very modern probably won't work but at the moment i'm having fun just playing around with my phone a couple of times a day it beats playing angry birds on it that is true that's true and it, i mean and also it's a system that can be highly ablu- abused a bit like how they used to abuse the raptor charts for you yeah exactly well, <laughs> to be honest it does make my phone vibrate every time it happens as well. so if you just want to mess with me really you can just go on there at like four in the morning and like a load of stories and my phone will just go mental on my bedside table so i mean you've you sold feel, it to me. Yeah, feel free to do that as well. And that's pretty much all I want to plug. So uh, tune in next week to Bits and PCs. I'm off to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate, I'd, I'd imagine. But more importantly, and I'm not going to let you, as you've been yabbering on, and I want to hear your opinion on it, um, what have you been playing, Kev? What have I been playing? Here we go. This is where my justification for being on this show comes in, because those of you who do listen to our show will realise that for the last several months, I haven't touched a console. I've been trying to keep it quiet so people didn't cotton on to the fact that I'm not munching on ice cream cones anymore. But I am basically just playing on my laptop. I got a shiny new laptop a few months ago, and I'm just playing the games on there that I would have played on my console previously because it allows me to sit in the front room next to Anna while she's watching telly or playing on her consoles. And I can just sit there, controller in hand, I'll, I'll make that point, and uh, just prat around on some games. So... What I've been doing is picking up some of these these bargains from this place. It's called Steam. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but they sell video games or computer games, if you like. Um, and I've picked up a few of those when they've been cheap. Um, and I'm having a few problems with them. So this is where I need a, need a grown-up to explain to me how I these... see. Okay. Dragon Age Origins. Right. Now, I never played this on a console. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know it is a game that's available on consoles. So I got this when it was a couple of quid a few weeks ago with a view to having given it a crack. So I like Mass Effect, so I'm thinking, eh, Bioware, I like Mass Effect. Oh, I like games with dragons in. I like Skyrim, Dragon Age Origins, that's worth a go. So I'd finally got around to turning it on the other day. Can't use a controller on it, can you? Well, it sounds better already. <sighs> why, why, why 
have they completely removed the support that is there on the console in order to basically make it harder to play on a PC? Um, I don't understand. Is there a way for me to make this work with my controller or am I just going to have to not play it? Because the thought of playing a game like this whilst pressing a keyboard just pains me. Let me have a quick look. Well, because I've never, I mean, as you well know, I'm kind of like also called Kev myself. I'm kind of like the anti-you when it comes to this because I never use a controller on my PC ever. Um, uh, there's definitely some. There's definitely people who are trying to do it. I've got X-Padder because I have X-Padder from my days as a as a poker nerd when I used to sit there playing like 20 games of poker at once and I, it was easier to use on a controller. <laughs> See, even playing poker on a PC, can't use the mouse for that. I'm going to use an Xbox controller and it worked <sighs> brilliantly. So X-Padder I have and I've tried to download a profile for it and it still doesn't really work. And the reason it doesn't work is because for some reason, I don't know if it came out on PC originally or what, I've, I'm too lazy to do the research, but they've it's a completely different interface in the game between the console version and the PC version. So the menus and stuff only really work with keyboard and mouse. Yeah, that's probably deliberate, though, because they're, it's pretty traditional that any um, multi-format title, um, the PC gamers gets lumbered with the crappy console UI, and you, it's not very nice. So when they're considerate, they actually make different UIs for... Um, the different kind of control methods so that's probably why I've done it that way which is a good thing that's a definite positive um, but for those, all those for all those people who've been telling me ah just plug your PC into your telly you can still sit on your sofa and play it nicely I try and do that and I can't they should, it, it needs to be an option in there Bioware if you're listening make it an option <laughs> let me have it have a <laughs> on your two year old game on your yeah. two year old game absolutely um, I, I doesn't, it looks like there's other people having similar pickles there's um, uh, trying to get it working I don't think it's going to be an easy an easy yeah. task that I can quickly answer I'm afraid that's fine we'll bin that one off it was only a couple of quid the joys of buying and cheap yes indeed, indeed. something else I've struggled with The Witcher 2 now yes. anyone who was listening to our show about a year ago didn't you like, berate it didn't you berate it I really liked it at the time until I got to a problem when I was playing it on the Xbox where I got to a point where I did a mission and I don't really know what happened, but it kind of got away from me a little bit and I ended up naked in the woods with no weapons and I couldn't find them and all my clothes. So every time I was trying to get back to where I think my clothes and weapons probably still are, I was just getting savaged because I was swanning around naked with nothing to defend myself with. Right. So I stopped playing it. And when I started playing it on PC, I deliberately didn't do that mission because I didn't want to end up stuck naked in the woods with no weapons again. <laughs> so I've sort of gone around that. It was only a, a side quest earlier. I didn't really need to worry about it. But now I'm beyond the point I ever got to on Xbox. I'm having a bit of a problem with this in that it's fucking hard. Yeah. I'm playing yeah. it on easy setting and the combat is mental. I love the story. The story is brilliant and I really want to play this game. I really want to enjoy this game. But I am just getting battered every time I get into any kind of combat. The latest mission I'm doing, I've got to go and find something in a cave for somebody. Bearing in mind, I'm still in the first town. I've not got very far in this game. I'm maybe four or five hours in. I'm still tootling around in the first town. They want me to go into this cave. But as soon as I go into these, this cave, these psycho little mysterious magic monkeys all attack me. There's like 20 of them attacking me from all angles. For, you, can't put, you can't do any kind of health potions while you're in combat in The Witcher. So... I'm there trying. Yeah, there's uh, one of the there's spells that you can do puts a shield around yourself. But as soon as you're 
attacked, you lose the shield. So I'm there, I'm whack, whack with my weapon. Oh, shit, my shield's gone. Roll away, put the shield back on, roll back in, start whacking them again. But within a second, my shield's gone again because someone else has hit me because they're attacking me from all sides. So I'm surrounded by these little midget monkeys constantly losing my shield. And no matter how quickly I jam my controller to whack them as fast as I can... There's always one biting him in the ass, and I die instantly. I've, I've not lasted longer than 15 seconds on the way into that cave. And I think this is a mission I have to do. So I'm now at the point where I either give the controller to Anna and get her to do it for me, or I just have to stop playing this game, even though I really want to like it. And this so, is on the easy setting. So, I mean, I played which one a little bit, and I kind of got disinterested and I stopped playing it never played Witcher 2 is it is there no way to kind of just like nab a couple of these kind of little monkey things and kind of like draw them out of the cave and smash them or do they all come together and there's nothing you can do about it they um to get into this cave you drop down a couple of ledges um so there's no way for you to easily get out of the cave because you have to turn around and climb because that's it, it the controls are a bit clunky and i know yeah. it's because i'm playing with a controller and i should be using the key <laughs> to be honest though i remember Witcher being a bit clunky anyway okay so but for me to once i'm being chased by the by the monkeys if i turn around and try and climb up one of these ledges they're going to be biting my ankles as i'm climbing the ledge and because you can't do health potions while you're in combat um i'd die before i got up the ledge and it, it's quite frustrating in order to do any kind of health potion you have to meditate <laughs> while you're meditating the world is going on around you you meditate and you have to get out your little pestle and mortar and start mixing herbs together so i'm there middle of the cave my mood music on mixing my herbs i'm still being savaged by monkeys at this point and um yeah that doesn't work either so <laughs> what i've resorted to doing the most recent time i tried was rolling a lot just to try and get away from them but even then the moment i stop rolling there'll be one or two around me i'm thinking right i've got these but by the time i stop rolling the first thing i have to do is do the spell that gives me the shield and by the time i've got my shield on there's three monkeys swing my sword to attack the first one and by the time it's made contact with the first one which doesn't kill him instantly by the way each monkey mm-hmm. needs a good three or four whacks by the time i've whacked him once there's five monkeys by the time that first monkey's dead i'm surrounded by monkeys again and i've got to go off rolling so when you, I, it, sounds like, it sounds like you've got the tactics there you just need the endurance for it maybe uh, I, I'm not. I mean, wrong. Don't get me wrong. Um, I would have uh, fucked that game right off. <laughs> if I'd have been like not playing you. No, gone. If it was as bad as you're saying, to be honest. Yeah, and it's so frustrating because the story, is, from what I've seen of it, looks great, and it's a pretty game, and the voice acting on it's awesome. There's loads of silly accents all around it, and and. It's funny, and I really want to like it, and I really want to play it, and I just, I want there to be a below easy, just a, a stupid easy, you don't even have to really fight very much game, because it's the sort of game that I would play just to enjoy the story, and um, unfortunately I can't, because it's just too hard for me. Mm. I think it is kind of known to be quite hard, I think they've kind of designed it for, in that way, I mean, I, I can't, I haven't played it, so I can't really comment about what's happened there, but maybe a a, a trick to it but I, yeah, yeah I mean I, I don't have the tolerance I used to have when I used to get only half a dozen games a year and you'd endure that kind of difficulty and just keep powering through I just I can't be bothered with it to be honest so I'm just going to get rid of it if I, if I think it's intolerable like you're describing it um, so I've given up on that one <laughs> well, so, so it seems and I've encouraged you I apologise um, and the other one I've played 
um, or tried to play when the other weekend, Grand Theft Auto, they were all on sale. And I think I got every Grand Theft Auto game for like six quid. I think even up to Grand Theft Auto 4 and the expansion packs for that. And I thought, ah, six quid for all them. Can't really complain at that. I really enjoyed Grand Theft Auto 4. I liked the expansion packs for that. Um, I never re- I never had a, a PlayStation 2 or an Xbox when they were when they were sort of big. I got my PlayStation 2 just before I got my Xbox 360 because I was at that point don't tell anyone but at that point I only really played on my PC a bit like Um, now (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Um, but I I kind of missed out that whole console generation so I got um, Grand Theft Auto 3 Vice City and San Andreas all together right at the end of the PlayStation 2's life and played a bit of them but never really played them properly and never touched Grand Theft Auto 1 or 2 so I thought why not Let's let's sit and have a Grand Theft Auto marathon. I'll play all of them. Can't get the damn controller to work with them either. <laughs> and I have oh. got X-Padder profiles um, for these that I've downloaded um, to try and mimic the PlayStation 2 one. Because when you tr- it does have supposedly controller support in-game, but when you do that, you can't turn. The right, the right analog stick doesn't exist at all. Um, to, if you press mm. left, if you press right on the left analog stick, you just sort of sidestep to the right. You can't seem to turn around and move in any kind of direction. So, to the internet, got an X-Padder profile, and he tries to do the PlayStation 2 way. But the problem is, I don't remember if this was the case on the PlayStation 2, but you drive the cars by pushing up on the analog stick rather than by using the triggers. It wouldn't and surprise ju- me at all. I just can't work it out. I can't do it. I'm so used now to when I'm driving a car, you accelerate by pressing the analog by pressing the trigger that I just can't get the driving to work and it's just so frustrating that I've binned off Grand Theft Auto 1 through to San Andreas. I'm going to give Grand Theft Auto 4 a try, but then I've played them quite recently anyway and it, I'm kind of thinking, ah, that's another six or seven quid that I've just pissed up the wall steam yeah. is going to ruin me well thinking about it i'm just looking i mean grand theft auto 3 came out in 2001 that's my like it was 12 years ago yeah um i don't think there was many games that used or any games that used trigger buttons to accelerate back then thinking about it maybe maybe there's a dreamcast might have started doing it then with like metropolis street racer or something yeah i think that probably did um but maybe it wouldn't surprise me because i mean rockstar for all of their um, fanboyisms about them they do tend to not be that great necessarily that side of things so it wouldn't surprise me that they just didn't support it originally but I really don't know I think the last version of um, Grand Theft Auto I played was on um, iPad or something mm-hmm. um, I'm not a big fan of Grand Theft Auto I think it's a very overrated um, series I don't quite get it I mean are you excited about the fifth one yeah really looking forward really? to it really so re- yeah I really enjoyed Grand Theft Auto 4 um, the expansions to it were even better than the game itself. Ballad of Gay Tony was superb. Um, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's probably that and maybe The Last of Us are the two big games that I'm looking forward to left on this generation. And then I'm ready to ready to move on. Um, I think it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I, I, I can't be excited. I mean, I, if Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out, then I'll be excited because I thought that was the best Rockstar game. I think you'll find it's called Grand Theft Horso. It is the same game, but you're on a horse it, it rather is. than in a car. It is, but the story wasn't shit, I found, and it was actually fun to play. And I didn't just run, run around just murdering pedestrians with my car. 
see that's where we're different because all i did in that game was ride around on my horse shooting other people's horses in the face and tying damsels to train lines i didn't play that properly either i think i eventually made it to mexico but never got anywhere near finishing it i've, I've never the only rockstar games i've ever finished are la noir and the latest max Payne. none of the rest of them i've ever finished because oh. i just piss around in them they're just oh. too much fun to piss around in Max Payne isn't though. I mean, it's, that's as linear as it comes. It's almost the anti-piss around game. It's like you're on a shooting. Why I finished that one? Yeah, that sounds a bit. Yeah, I gave up with that. I got too irritated. Oh, I really like that. That was oh. that was lots of fun. I, I think maybe I tried it on too hard a setting, and it just got really irritating. We kind of like a simple mistake, and you're like back about another ten minutes of gameplay, and I don't like repeating gameplay at all. Oh, I, I, I refuse to repeat gameplay. That's one of the reasons I've never finished a Grand Theft Auto game because the checkpoints on missions are always so far apart yeah. that you can guarantee you've, you've done a big car chase, took you two or three goes to actually be able to chase the car properly because, you know, Grand Theft Auto, the car's control shit. You eventually get there, you catch him. Yes, I've caught him. Get out of the car, massive shootout, die, have to yeah. do it again. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, no, I, yes, I agree completely on that one. But I'm hoping they put in the, the little feature they had on L.A. Noire, which made L.A. Noire superb, in that if you did a mission three times and couldn't do it, it gave you the option to skip it. And I never actually had to use it, but I liked the idea of the fact that it was there. <laughs> it made you feel but, comfortable. Yeah. I, I, it, I, was, I was able to just loosen up a little bit and think, yeah, it doesn't matter if I mess up because I can just skip this one. And if I just had the option to skip the nasty, horrible Grand Theft Auto missions that I hate, I would have finished them all because I really enjoy the stories until I get to the that point where i start hating the world and mm. then i have to stop playing it but yeah i'm gonna play it if only for the multiplayer because grand theft auto multiplayer is some of the best multiplayer you can find because it is just an evening of pissing around in helicopters and and fire engines and just shooting people in the foot and making them dance with hose pipes and it, it's just brilliant it's <laughs> mental and it's awesome well i don't know what multiplayer is gonna be like in the fifth one um but it's going to be awesome or I'm going to write to Rockstar and complain. They will get a strongly worded letter from me if it's not awesome. I think it has to be a letter as well. Cause if, if not, they won't listen. Well, exactly. Wax sealed, maybe. So the, the one thing this week I've played that I didn't hate and want to have a moan about um, was Marvel Heroes, which I spoke about a little bit on our show the other week. But at the time, we weren't really supposed to talk about it at all because it was still on a closed beta at that point and I had to sign the non-disclosure and all that nonsense. Um, but it was in open beta on Steam this weekend so I'm pretty sure that means we're allowed to talk about it now and I am so excited for this game. I really, really, really want it. Even though it's a click, 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 Diablo-style clickety, click, click, mousey one, um, the fact that I can do it as the Incredible Hulk just makes it all okay and... I just, I just want, I want it so much. I even ordered my uh, my founders pack at the weekend. Um, did you? Did you? Did, did you do it? I've got the. I forget the one that it's called. Um, it's the one that has Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, and Ms. Marvel in. So um, yeah, now, this, this is interesting because this is a game we both played at the weekend because I downloaded it. Um, big fan of comic books. I'm big fan of any any comic comic games on the whole, apart from generally the. The kind of direct console license games, which I tend to avoid. Um, I, I wanted to try it. Um, I probably made a mistake though because I played it while playing Torchlight Two, and it was a. It felt like a. There was too much clicking. I don't. I overclicked myself. I think. Yeah. See, I when I played it first time on the closed beta, 
it was like a week after I'd got Diablo 3 and Torchlight 2. I got them both at the same time. Because when I got my laptop, um, everyone said to me, ah, oh, yeah, go and get these. This is, a, this is a game style you've not played before. And I hadn't ever played a, any game of that kind. Um, so at that point, clicking was new to me. So I, I was kind of the opposite. And, oh, yeah, more clicking. Awesome. Yeah. And just, I mean, I love Borderlands 2. So anything that involves loot. And um, I think that's the thing. That's the thing that's exciting me about these kind of games. The, the pinata experience. It's all about loot. I love loot. It combine loot and Hulk and an awesome, fun game. I'm all over that. Even though it tells me my laptop can't run it. When I load it up, it says, "Yeah, your laptop's too shit for this." And uh, that makes me a bit sad because it's not a particularly pretty game. I don't know if it looks pretty on a computer no, that you're supposed really. to be able to play it on, but no, not really. you know that's that's the only game that I've tried so far since I've had this laptop that I've any I've had any kind of issue running. I played through Tomb Raider on it and it looked better than it did on the Xbox and it was fine and no issue at all. Uh, but this weird little slightly fuzzy clicky thing can't run now, on my laptop apparently you're running i presume you're not using controller for this no no if is there a way to if there is i'd give know. it a bash oh. no i'm i don't mind these because it's it's not the use of a mouse that upsets me it's the wasd nonsense i can't get my head around that so diablo and torchlight i'm fine using them because it's all mouse and i can yeah. handle that one-handed game and i'm all for that because i can eat crisps from my left hand then I'm happy with that. Yeah. Hold a drink with my left hand. It's fine. It's just when I'm having to use the keyboard to move around, it, it, I can't handle it. But so, yeah, I'm mousing it up. Uh, how are you? Okay. Obviously, I, I I can't really recommend this game from playing the beta. I, I found it really, really. I mean, it was exceptionally grindy for me. I found it like a kind of very much a lightweight kind of torchlight or a lightweight Diablo. I mean, how I know that you like the loot pinata thing. I mean, did you? Light was good it? for me as someone who, as, as someone who I mean bear, I got Diablo and within three days went out and bought the guidebook as well because <laughs> I um, I went on it tried to play it and thought I have no idea what I'm doing and it's not really explaining it to me either I'll look on the internet did you know the internet's full of twats yeah I've heard that it's a rumor yeah, but so I, that, it's definitely I've heard it. Yeah, so that was no help either. So I went out and bought the guidebook, and I read that cover to cover pretty much. Um, so now I vague, I still I sort of vaguely understand how to play Diablo, but still don't really know what I'm doing. And the fact that on this one, it doesn't matter that I don't know what I'm doing, and I can just run around being Spider-Man. That's pretty cool. Did you? Who, who did you select as your your? I started off heroes. with Thing. Yeah, uh, and I when I was doing the, I played through the whole of the closed beta stuff as thing because I didn't realise it gave you some imaginary credits to go and buy other characters with. Exact same problem I had. Yeah, so I quite enjoyed that because that's the kind of character I'd be anyway. The reason I got the founders pack I got is because I will, I want to be Hulk in Diablo. I'm a running around whacking things with a sword character same in torchlight that's the kind of character i want to be in this kind of game. I don't want anything that involves any kind of thought. So. That I played as him, quite happy. But then, when they did the open beat this weekend, I realised I had tokens to go and buy characters. Yeah. So, I've, by that point, I'd already decided I wanted Hulk. So I knew which founders pack I was getting. So I got Spider Man because I'm thinking he's not in the pack I'm getting. Let, let's have a go as Spider Man. So I got Spider Man. Had a little player. I'm a Spider Man. 
Um, and his skills just don't unlock, unlock fast enough. I'm watching other people swinging from webs to get around the map. And I played with Spider-Man for an hour or two, and I wasn't swinging around on webs. I don't oh, know if I'm just pressing about the wrong button. Um, but yeah, it, it, Spider-Man didn't get fun quick enough. So then I went and got Iron Man, um, just because I just saw the film the other day. So I thought, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll get Iron Man. Um, and Iron Man's quite good fun. Um, just sort of whacking people with magic laser things coming out of my hands that's pretty cool but there was a lot are, of iron men though wasn't there there was an awful I, lot i think that's yeah that's something you're gonna get in this i imagine as part of the pack i've got i have the iron man free suit which is only available if you get the founders pack apparently of course. um but yeah everyone's gonna be iron man it's gonna be yeah. iron man all over the place where oh, they I... do the they do the individual character packs um and that was sold out, the Iron Man one, and a few others were sold out before the open beta even started. So I'm I think not quite it was, sure how they sell out, but that's interesting. I think they just limit them yeah. and try and push people towards getting the multi-pack, saying they've obviously thought, hang on, everybody wants Spider-Man and Iron Man. I know, rather than charging them £12 to buy them individually, let's charge them £40 to buy them in a pack of four. Mm. But let's not put them both in the same pack of four, because <laughs> there's yeah. no way you can get Iron Man and Spider-Man together. Um, the one I got was pretty. I, the fact that I could get Hulk, which is who I really wanted, but he was sold out individually. If I could have got him for twelve quid, I'd have just got Hulk. Um, but getting Hulk with some Iron Man and Captain America thrown in, that was all right. Yeah, I I went because uh, I I chose the Hulk for my original kind of playthrough, and I got kind of irritated because I had to stop playing. For, I had to go to the shops or something, and it, I'd bit annoyed that it started. You started me back at the beginning of that uh, tutorial mission, which is particularly crap i found i found it really boring that first mission mm. um so when i replayed i felt i realized well, how it was not that obvious how to change character at all and i'm not going to press me every single button on the screen trying to work it out uh, and then i found the store thing and i found it had credits same as you and i ended up, I ended up buying deadpool purely awesome. because deadpool's a truly bonkers character in the coin books um and I thought his his founders pack just for him is 40, 40 quid. He has a forty pound one just for himself. That's how that's how niche they're trying to make Deadpool. Wow, how cool they're making Deadpool. Yes, um, I, I've reason chosen because a I knew it'd say stupid things, and he does when he's attacking stuff. Um, and thought, well, less people are going to choose him because they're going to choose Iron Man and Captain America and Spider Man, and that's pretty much what I saw. Um, even I mean. Even Thor was massive overshadowed by tons of Iron Men, which kind of ironically is a bit like Iron Man 3. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but um, I... Now, in that tutorial mission, I got completely lost when I finished it. I did not know where to go. I actually ran around the entire map about three times, not realising you had to press the little kind of seal thing in the middle of the platform to jump, jump back anyway. I didn't make that obvious at all. I don't know if you had the same, same um, issue. I don't remember running around aimlessly, but then I tend to run around fairly aimlessly anyway, so I probably uh, just accidentally stumbled across what I was supposed to do. Um, is that when you were back at the Avengers Tower? Is that what no, no, no. Or? But when, when you when you go and do that little mission, you fight um, uh, Laser Guy, whatever his name was, um, <laughs> and um, who's the last person you fight? You scrap somebody at the end. I can't, I can't remember who it was now. I can't. It's it's over a month since I played that. Yeah. I haven't replayed that first mission, so I can't. Oh, so maybe it's, yeah. it's someone fairly. I, I remember thinking at the time, oh, it's pretty cool that I'm fighting this guy so early, but I yes. can't remember who it was. Yeah, and I, I think the same. I can't remember who it was either. So you got that amazing. I remember. Right. I remember there was a Venom character I saw who I didn't fight. That I notably didn't fight him. 
Um, was is Venom the one who was in there as kind of like a, an event in the world who just appears and everyone goes and fights Venom? I think um, that, I've, that Venom or I've had several um, like that. I had like some electric guy had to fight in an event, um, but I have not come across Venom. But I think he probably is. I mean, I just haven't come across him. Um, but it's, it's an interesting title. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with it. I, the, the the prices are ludicrous. Um, is it 140 pounds? Yeah, the 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 big pack that has all the characters in is is 125 pounds, I think. Um, which oh, I really want it, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, if if the if Marvel Heroes, if you're listening, send it to me. Send me a code. Um, you know, I've already already stuck 35 quid in for my uh, for my founders pack. I don't mind you uh, just chucking the rest along. I'm happy with that. Who makes it anyway? Who develops it? Do you know what? I have no idea. I'm going to Google it now using this uh, internet-enabled device I've got in front of me. Um, one thing I did notice, playing with the three different characters, and if you played with a couple of different ones, you probably found a similar yeah. thing. They all play very similarly, don't mm, they? Yes, they do. Um, I think the only if if it was if it didn't have the Marvel license, there'd be there'd be no incentive to get different characters. There's there's not really anything between them, is there? I mean, even even like with Diablo, there's obviously different reasons to play as different characters because they do different things. And um, Spider Man doesn't play that differently to Hulk, mm. which you'd think they'd have quite different styles. Yeah, that's that's pretty much my. Um it's Gazillion Entertainment, yes. Secret Identity Studios, which I think Secret Identity Studios appear to be Cryptic, who um, originally made City of Heroes and then um, Champions Online. So, mm, I'll, I'll, mm, one other look. thing as well, I get the feeling that the this story is going to be quite short because I've now played it for five or six hours, maybe, and I think I'm about halfway through the story. Um, okay, is a bit odd. <laughs> I would have expected it to be much bigger than that, but I suppose they're then expecting people to just keep replaying it. Obviously, with it being an MMO, you keep replaying, you get a new character, you play it some more, you go and get your loot, yeah. play it some more. But I don't know. But I, then I you, know. you're going to stumble into that problem you mentioned, though, is all the characters play the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, if they were really different, I could probably see that happening, but currently, I mean, the kind they of... Need- they need to drop quite regularly as well. I'm not going to buy any more characters now. So if they want me to play as Spider-Man, I need to unlock Spider-Man somewhere. And the way I understand it is they drop as loot at yeah. various things. So I need to get a fairly regular stream of characters dropping for it to for me to actually bother playing as different characters because I'm not going to play through the whole game again. When I tried um, Iron Man and Spider-Man, I didn't replay from the start. I just dropped them in where I was with Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And because the level difference wasn't massive, it wasn't a big deal. But if I'm like level 20 odd or whatever it goes up to, and then Spider-Man drops, I'm not going back to the start. So no. um, the novelty yeah. is there for all the awesome Marvel stuff. And that's what, that's what's hooked me in. Um, just the fact that the tie-in is awesome. And it's just fun. When I was playing, um, it reminds me when I played, Batman Arkham Asylum just the fact that it keeps throwing in the little trivia from the comics and as a comic newbie which I am I've only really read comics for the last year or so it's just a nice way for me to find out all this stuff about these characters that I know a bit about but haven't really read about sure so I mean for me it's quite let's be clear introduction to Marvel it's nowhere near as good as Arkham Asylum oh no not at all (laughs) 
not at all. I think Arkansas was, was a really, really great game. Um, this is most definitely. I'm pleased I tried it in the kind of kind of beta phase, and I might be tempted to kind of try again in, as, as a free to play game. But I, I'm, I don't want to kind of be forced to feel that I need to spend money to try and play the character I want, and that's what I'm fearful might happen. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's how I want it to work. Um, anyway, moving on from, I can quickly run through my games because because. I've kind of talked about them quite a lot on the whole. So yeah, Marvel Heroes I played like yourself. Um, I've been playing Torchlight 2, but I still really recommend it. I still think it's a great alternative to Diablo 3, and I personally prefer it to Diablo 3, even though people seem to think Diablo 3 is better. I don't think it is. I think Diablo 3 is better. I got them both on the same weekend, and I've played a lot more Diablo 3 than I have Torchlight, even though when I got it, I got the four-pack because it was on sale at the time, and I hurled one at Sheepdog, I hurled one at Anna, and... Um, Neither of them will play it with me. Um, so I've kind Very of not really odd. touched Torchlight. Torchlight. I've played maybe two or three hours of that, whereas I've put in three or four times that into Diablo. I don't get it, personally. I mean, I, 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 It might I be paid... more to do with the fact that I paid £35 for Diablo <laughs> and I paid a fiver for Torchlight, so I want to get my money's worth on the one that I spent seven times yeah. as much on. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I kind of have the... Torchlight for me has the small studio bonus as well. I'm the other side of that. Whereas Diablo 3 is just... I'd expect a bit more, actually, when it came out from Blizzard, and I think it's a bit bit shallow, really. But Trosso 2 still seems lovely. I'm still playing Battlefield 3 and still enjoying it. And I, have you been tempted to get this now that you've got a... a I have it. You I have it, it now. It's part of the SimCity... Uh, of course, It was yes. my SimCity freebie. I've got it installed, but have not touched it because I'm scared. Because I'm obviously going to use a controller. And I'm not very good at Battlefield on a console. I played quite a lot of Battlefield 3 on Xbox last year. And I think when I got my Raptor stats through at the end of the year, it was my third third most played game of the year um, behind Borderlands and Skyrim, I think. Um, so I've played quite a lot of it, but I'm not really very good. I'd like to play as a medic, and I get all my points from basically wandering around reviving people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just see myself playing a game like this. It's been out, what, two years? Playing on a PC against people using keyboard and mouse, and I'm tootling around with my controller. I'm not going to be able to move three steps without getting a bullet in my head, am I? Yeah, it's probably, it's, it, yeah, there's a good chance of that. I mean, it was a bit of a shame, actually. We tried to try and on Thursday, not Thursday, Tuesday night, um, we tried to do a bit of a gaming session, get some people playing it, and there was no end of problems for one reason or another. It was a bit of a, there was, I know that EA yeah, having problems with their, their server, and I think there's been kind of hints that they may have been a, some kind of hacker temp or something like that, because the servers for Battlefield 3 have just been kind of falling over quite regularly. For example, if I tried to, they've got this awful browser interface, I don't know if you've ever used it yet. No. It, it, you, you basically have to log into Origin, you can't use Steam, which irritates me anyway. And then when you boot into the game using Origin, it opens up a browser page through Chrome or Firefox or whatever. Is this the same awful interface that's on Burnout Paradise? Because I got it that maybe, maybe, and I haven't been able to log into Origin on Burnout Paradise yet. I got Burnout Paradise and Need for Speed Hot Pursuit to the uh, consecutive days because of peer pressure from you swines. Yes. Um, no problem playing Hot Pursuit online the day um, on the one day. The next day, got Burnout. It won't accept that my Origin ID exists. I can't log into it. I've tried every day for the last week to get Burnout Paradise online, and it just will not let me on Origin. 
And you basically just keep saying that my something about my computer not being compatible or something. And I'm thinking, well, it bloody is, because I can play the game in single player and I can play everything else online. <laughs> and I can play Need for Speed Hot Pursuit online. And I can play SimCity online. I know my Origin account exists and works. And it's just not having it. Mm, I, I, that's not the interface. That's, that's just Origin being shit, unfortunately. Awesome. Um, but... The the interface basically opens the browser thing, and you end up having to select the match you want to play via the browser. So you've got so you've, so you've opened Origin up a program, which you've then boot into Battlefield Three. It hasn't then opened Battlefield Three as a client. No, 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 you can't do that at all. So the, the, it opens this browser, from which you have to then select what you want to do, your match, or whatever, and you boot in from there. And while you're doing that, it will open the client for just that match only. Um. In a in a in a separate window, so technically you have three windows open to get one game running. And well, it was ridiculous. And I know that there's been problems with the system because you try and connect to the game and it will just hang for a while until you couldn't connect. So you reconnect and you can connect perfectly fine. And basically, Vimesy and um, uh, Bond Bill couldn't get in. Everything we're trying to do, we wouldn't get in. So it did kind of lose a little bit of the magic when you're trying to play a multiplayer game together, and only like five of us could get a match in the same at the same time, which is a little bit depressing. Um, but we did try. We did try. Um, I did also have a play of another kind of free-to-play game called Warframe, which um, some of the, a friend of mine actually been trying to get me to play for a while, um, and some of the guys in the forum started playing it. Uh, free-to-play shooter. It's a very Odd looking game. I I, I find it uh, graphically repugnant. I think probably describe it. It's you look a bit like um, an alien from the aliens films mixed with Giver from Manga. There's a clip that we're going to have to just take and put that in a promo for this show at some point. You look a bit like an alien. We just I'm, I'm taking that. <laughs> that well, at what point are we at? There we go. I'm making a note of where we are in the show. That's but carry good. on. Go about your That's business. Fine. Um, <laughs> it, it's very uh, it's odd you, you run around doing kind of cooperative missions of shooting AI things and I it seems really shallow a friend of mine insists it gets more more difficult because I just ran around shooting stuff and these aliens seem to mine looked a bit like a hammerhead shark as well it was a bit strange um, and you have a samurai sword for some reason I don't know why and you slash that stuff but I, I, I can't see myself playing it I don't get why people are really well, I was encouraged by it. It hasn't got that great ratings, so I can kind of understand why, to be honest with you. When I saw that you had this on the running order yesterday, I went onto Steam and, and had a little look, just because I'd, no, I'd never heard of it. Sure. Just have a look to see what it was. And um, I, I think there's a video on there that I watched, and um, then I turned it off again because I didn't understand what was going on. It just looked odd. It, it, it is odd. And more annoyingly, it has... Um, I've got quite a fancy display for my main monitor. It's a 29-inch, like... Uh, super high it's, it's um a 21 by 9 ratio i think it is so look my, mine's only 15 inches but i know how to use those 15 that's, inches that's, so that's, 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 there's quite lots of quality there um but unfortunately because it's quite an unusual resolution some games that work and this is a typical example of a game that i could not get to work properly it was it kind of it made it worse it looked blurry so it's already got muddy imagery quite dark and bleak followed by wrong resolution which i absolutely can't stand so i think it's going to get shelved uninstalled and put in the garbage water to be honest nice um 
I didn't realise that was the, the full in, uninstallation process on PC. I didn't realise we needed garbage water. You did, yeah. So I'm going wrong. I need. I, I'll stick loads of football in there. I'll reinstall <laughs> it and then uninstall it properly. <laughs> Absolutely, exactly. That's where we have so many driver issues that they don't put it in the garbage water. I always wondered why when I was wondering, looking around Cadget Show, and there was those PCs that seemed to have water inside them. I didn't really understand why that was there, but now I understand it's part of uninstalling. Really yeah, it's, shit it's a really, really expensive uh, kind of hardware-based software removal. System. Awesome. Yes. Um, last game I've been playing, and I picked up really cheap. What and I, something I didn't ever played at the time. I think it's a year or two old now. Was um, Spec Ops the Line? Um, this is less than a year old, and I'll tell you how I know that because I played a preview of this at Gadget Show last year. Oh wow! And okay. So, and then we got a load of T-shirts. We gave them away. It was in the original sack of crap. Um, so yeah, I played a bit of this there, and was so impressed that I've not touched it since and I'm not certain when it was actually released but I know that was preview code then so yeah, yeah. This, is, this is one that's just covered in sand isn't it it does seem to be like that I mean this yeah, now you've I kind of quite I thought I'd quickly check and so it's, it's come out June last year so it's almost almost a year old I think, I think it was a fiver on Steam um I kind of play, I played it for an hour or two um I everyone insists that it's got this kind of really kind of advanced storyline or bleak storyline or something bad things happen in it nothing like that's happened so far i don't know if it's because i'm a mean Dubai's covered in sand man that's pretty bleak no but what i mean is the story's meant to be bleak not just merely sand in your eyes okay um you gotta remember this is when sand was cool as well this was just after uncharted 3 this was and journey this was when everyone wanted sand so it's call of duty with sand <laughs> that, that was the setting point i think that was their tagline when they advertised it, it was like Call of Duty, but with sand. And that's that's why it sold as many as it did. Four or five, I imagine. For, for, yeah, almost bound to. Um, I can't work out whether I like it or not yet. I'm going to kind of endeavour to play it. But I always say that, and they, I get caught up playing either a game I've been playing tons, like Torchlight or Battlefield or League of Legends or something, um, or it just goes deep, again, in the garbage water. And that's A uh, couple of things I liked about that. I liked the the way you finish off the melee attacks. That was pretty cool because there's a variety of different gruesome ways to finish off. Haven't tried that. Okay, you need to try that because they they made a big point of showing us that when we were testing it, (laughs) Um, and they are quite cool. There's some quite funny ones, and also when you're running, you can take your thumb off the run button and it just keeps running. And I thought, oh, that's going to save me some thumb pain. I just have to press thumb. I just have to press run once, and until I tell him to stop running, he's going to keep on running. Why don't all shooting games do that? The amount of times when I'm playing Battlefield or something that I just stop running halfway through because I can't be asked to keep running. It's like mm. running in real life. There's too much effort involved. And in Spec Ops, they take that effort out of it. It's like being on one of those. Uh, uh, moving floor things you get at the airport it's the game so, equivalent of that so that this is that's your main kind of back of box feature to call out well, the, yeah say. that and the sand they're the three big selling okay. points i should be in game advertising yeah, because let's true. face it they i've just sold that game to anybody who, who perhaps wasn't sure what it was about it's call of duty with sand you don't have to run very, you, you don't really have to try when you're running and sometimes it's a bit gross when you kill people there you go. Buy yeah, that I mean, game. Spec up this week's show brought to you by Spec Ops the Line. Yeah, clearly, absolutely. Um, so, with those lovely games in mind for the the weeks just gone, what are you playing going forward this week then, Kev? I am going to. Playing's a strong word because every day I'm going to keep trying to get online on Burnout Paradise, and that's a game in itself. 
And that will probably take 15, 20 minutes a day of failing to do that. If anyone knows what I'm doing wrong there, by the way, if there's a trick to getting Burnout Paradise online, let me know, because I love that game. And I really want to play it online. I'm watching everyone else play it online. Just I'm cursing under my breath for every single one of you, because um, I want to be able to play with you, and I can't. So I'm going to keep trying to do that. Um, I want to play Bioshock Infinite, and it, it might seem ridiculous. Bear in mind, I have it sat in the other room on Xbox 360. Um, but I want to play it on my shiny little toy. I want to play it on my laptop. Now, and can I ask why? Because, basically, the way our house is set up, we have, an, we have an Xbox in the lounge and an Xbox in the dining room, which is next to the lounge. And Anna kind of... The one in the lounge is hers. Um, and... In the evenings, she'll either be watching TV in there or she'll be playing a game in there. So if I want to play a game, I have to toot love to the back of the house and play in the other room. Yep. On It's only a 37-inch TV in here. Disgusting. I mean, yeah, you know, I can't be playing on a 37-inch TV. And it's a cold room at the back of the house where I'm sat now. And I don't really like being sat on the other side of the house from everybody else. So when I'm playing on my laptop, I can sit in the same room as them um, and just sit there on the sofa, headphones on laptop on my nerdy little laptop table controller in hand and it's just quite cool to be able to be in there and play it and I'll, i know i'll play it more because like with tomb raider i had that on xbox but got it on pc anyway when it was cheap and on xbox i played like two hours and just never got round to going back to it got it on pc and finished it within three or four days because so i just had more time to play it so you've just you fall this you fall into why i mainly play a lot of pc games trap it's because it doesn't fight with tvs yeah exactly and that's exactly what it is although we have i mean the house is bloody overflowing with tvs there's only one of them in that room and it's always being used by someone else if anna's not using it one of the kids will be watching something on it and just being able to just stick my laptop on um it's pretty cool and i then have the option of plugging it into the tv anyway yeah um any of those tvs and it's just it's more convenient for me if i want to take it to work and play it on my lunch break i can do that even um so i want to play it on the pc but i because i've already got it i don't want to pay too much for it and now i've sort of got an idea in my head of i had said once it fell below 20 quid i'd buy it and i've noticed on a couple of sites now it's below 20 quid but there's some sites that look a bit shifty that don't accept paypal Mm. that have got it for 15 quid so i'm now thinking well, if they've got it for 15 quid, these sites that I actually trust ain't going to be far behind. So I now want it to hit 15 quid. And I've, people told me I would just throw money at PC gaming because of Steam and the way it works. And I, to a point I have because I've bought, I've re-bought Burnout, I've re-bought Need for Speed. I've bought, the, but I've probably only spent 30 quid tops in the two months that I've had my laptop. And I don't want to spend more than I think I should be spending on Bioshock now. So although it's a game that I've been looking for for ages, really want to play, I've played the first couple of hours on my Xbox, I don't want to spend 20 quid when I know I could get it for 15 and I'll just yeah. wait. So I'm sort of sat there hovering now, waiting for it to hit 15 quid somewhere. And I know as soon as it hits 15 quid on a site I trust, these other guys are going to have it for 12 and I'm going to be in the same thing again. Ugh. Yeah, £12 now, you say. And Tomb Raider did hit 12 and I bought it for 12 quid. And I'm now sort of playing the same waiting game with Bioshock. So if it appears somewhere at a reasonable price, I'll get that and I'll play that all week and I'll love it, no doubt. Even though I know you'll have a, you had a little moan about it on the uh, on a well, previous show and on the forum. But I really want to play it. 
No, I, I, I mean, you, you, I just don't. I, I, it's not moaning it. It's a bit like anything. I mean, I struggle with any a bit of film or whatever when I think it's just getting a bit of a easy ride. And it review wise, it got a fucking easy ride. I, I was like, I mean, I'm like you. I really enjoyed the original Bioshock. Uh, Bioshock, Bioshock Two. I really enjoyed them. Um, they weren't perfect by any means, but they were really good fun. Had a real kind of atmosphere to them. Um, that is an infinite. That it, it. I know that it's not necessarily a Bioshock in a rapture sense, and that I was the, kind of the first couple of hours that I've played. It's very very shooty compared to Bioshock. Oh man, I mean, it is the reason that I'm. I think it's been getting these riders. The story things. Okay, fine. That's questionable whether how much you want to rate a game based only on those things um but the small fact is you basically walk into zones kill shit loot stuff walk into another zone looting you say i'm in yeah <laughs> i don't someone know pass me a crisp 20 pound note i'm all over this bad i boy. i think you may be put off by it though because it's kind of like it, it's the looting takes longer than the shooting most of the time see the bit i the, the bits i've played and, and anna was screaming at me because she'd already uh, played it through to the end by the time i even got a go on it and the fairground bit at the start i just walked straight through i don't want to piss around with fairground stuff i want to go and kill shit so i raced through there um 10 minutes later i'm thinking all i'm doing is killing shit yeah there's where's the big daddies then hey that big bird thing's not scary i shat myself when i played bioshock just hearing the yeah, yeah i mean <laughs> just to kind of kind of give you your expectation you are not going to shit yourself in this game in any way whatsoever um, it's more scary in the first kind of five minutes of Bioshock than it ever gets in the total. If you can amalgamate it in some kind of combination of terror of infinite, it's it's more scary in the first few minutes of Bioshock. Nice. So more, more all the more reason for me to wait until I can get it for fifteen. Yeah, years. absolutely, absolutely. Um, and other than that, I'll probably just carry on tootling around practicing my clicking on diablo 3 or torchlight 2 because i've not really scratched the surface on either of them just getting my clicking finger ready for marvel heroes because i am despite the reservations i have put forward i'm just really looking forward to it and it's it's actually the most expensive pc game i've bought so far even though it's a free-to-play <laughs> game um so yeah i just i'm really looking forward to that and i need to practice my clicking just to make sure i'm a clicking expert by the time we get to it well absolutely I mean, i'm glad to see the free-to-play models doing its job um of making people who want to pay for play free games pay more than they would do for a full price game. I know it's ridiculous. I'm sat here saying, oh, I don't want to pay more than fifteen pounds for Bioshock Infinite. This game that's had outstanding reviews everywhere. Everyone's telling me it's great. I've been waiting for it for years. Ah, oh, fifteen quid seems like a lot of money for that. <laughs> it's Ooh. awfully pricey. I can play Iron play as Iron Man in a okay. <laughs> I'll pay a tenner for that. Forty quid. Give it to me now. I'll have four of them. I I understand that I'm a ridiculous con- contradiction, but that's what the Incredible Hulk does to me. Not at all. I mean, I think that's exactly the pre- reason that free play works. It's it's for that reason because um, it tricks people into spending more money. Um, anyway, I will also be playing a bit of Torchlight too. I'm um, still enjoying it very much and kind of running around with my strange kind of warrior engineer thing that has got a monocle and a big moustache and that's quite fun. Um, what, what what critter do you have in there? What, I've what? got the bulldog. Uh, see, I've got a ferret just because it amused me to have a ferret. The ferret is pretty good, but because I went for that kind of British, um, my my character's called Chuffington, and oh, I thought I should have Danger, the the British bulldog, to follow him on his adventures. Why not? 
who can summon imps and skeletons somehow. I'm not quite sure how dogs do that, but I've never seen them not do it or do it. And or maybe they can do it. And they've never shown me. I don't know. So um, that's good fun. Um, I'll be playing Battlefield Three mainly to blow up other people's vehicles because that really that's what it's all about. To be honest, traveling C4 to motorbikes, tanks, helicopters, driving at things, jumping out. Blowing them up. It's definitely me and me and Sheepdog have a tactic on Battlefield Three when we play that together because we're both shit at it. But what we do, we get a quad bike. I drive. He sits on the back, and I just drive from one side of the map to the other constantly while he shoots stuff. And that's yeah. how we get to the top of leaderboards. And that's what's awesome about Battlefield. There's so many different ways to play it. Yeah. Oh, I might have to give it a go, but I just know I'm going to get my ass handed to me, and it's going to make me cry because I wasn't the worst player in the world at it before. You can try. I mean, there's some terrible players still. So, but it's quite twitchy still. I mean, yeah. I like to think I'm a quite a good twitch player, and that's, you still can get destroyed. Um, and I'm going to try to kind of enjoy a bit more with Spec Ops Align, try the melee thing, uh, enjoy the sand in my eyes. And, sand uh, in your pants. Sand in my pants. What's all about. And uh, to so, really enjoy that game, I've heard you should get a little uh, a cat litter tray full of sand and just put your feet in it while you're playing. That's my tip of the day. Okay. Well, I do have cat litter so that's an option it's not the same as sand have you ever been to a beach sir i i live in brighton <laughs> you've never seen sand then have you <laughs> clearly not that's why you think cat litter is what you'd find on a beach because it's just like pebbles yeah exactly exactly see um i'll do i'll look for that that'd be the, the, the 4d feature of having a kind of sand in my toes awesome um on projects now I have nothing. I have, in fact, I've been depressingly not fiddling with anything project-wise. But I know There's that you... no way have, for a man to live. I know, but it's fine. I'm, I've, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I've got nothing else I can build. Um, you are trying to build something of your... I am. And it's... Um... There's not even a reason for it either. I've, at the time, I, I want to build a, a gaming PC. Um, just... And there's no reason because I don't I don't need when well, my laptop is perfectly good enough runs any game I want to play no problem at all. The reason I was going to do it originally is because Anna was going through a phase of playing loads of MMOs or trying out loads of MMOs and was using my old PC quite a lot, which was a bit shit. And I tried to put Vimesy's old graphics card in it and it just basically started to melt. And it's now just a, a heap in the corner that I need to fix at some point. Mm-hmm. So at the time, I was going to try and get a PC for her for her birthday. In the end, she got an iPad. So it's not for her anymore because she's sorted. But I still kind of like the idea. The target I set at the time was build a decent PC that I can play any game I want to play on, similar to my laptop, but I want to do it for less than 300 quid. Mm-hmm. And at the time, people posted a few links on the forum to show ways it could possibly be done. Um, but I'm st- I, I have a spreadsheet for this, and I'm just constantly just tweaking little bits and pieces just to try and find a way to do this. And I don't even really need it. I probably won't use it. It'll be... It'll be the same. It'll be the same scenario I have with the Xbox now if I get it, because it'll be plugged in in the other room on the smaller telly, and I'll probably never use it. I still just play on my laptop, but I just like the idea of being able to say I did it. And depending on who I talk to, there I would say, "Yeah, of course you can do that." Or they say, three hundred quid. You must be joking." What's your um, view, sir? I I think you can for three hundred quid. 
Um, if you've got any things you can donate or shows money off me, don't worry, you have to be pretty lean. On 300 quid, you've got to be lean. and you, you, You've got to take little sacrifices here and there. I think you can do it. I think you definitely can. I think there's options out there. Um, I mean, I, I think it becomes a lot easier at 400 quid, for example, because it, it just gives you a bit more room. Um, there's no challenge to no, it. If, I I spend, if I'm going to spend 400, I might as well spend 800. I want it. I want it to be a challenge. Uh, see, see, this is see, see. John, John may not be here in uh, in body, but he's definitely here in spirit of that kind of talk. <laughs> well, when I when I got my laptop, I um I posted the the specs of it on the forum and said I found this laptop. It's six hundred quid. What do you all think? And everyone was saying, Oh yeah, it's all right. Yeah. John came in and said, Here's a here's a better one, and it was twelve hundred pounds. <laughs> and I just thought, John, you have missed the point there entirely, little fella. <laughs> What are you saying to me? I don't. I don't need a 17-inch true HD screen on my portable computer that I want to be able to carry around. He was trying to. I think he was trying to sell me something that I'd need a trolley to wheel around on. But um, yeah, bless <laughs> the, the Alienware trolley edition. Blessing the man wears gold shoes. He's got no concept of money. It's true. It's true. Um, but no, I think it's definitely doable. I mean, what kit? Do you, what do you? You've got. So you've got this this burnt out machine in the corner. Yeah, from what I can gather, the the motherboard and the and the CPU on it are shite. Um, but you've I've, got a graphics card, so you've got Vimes. Got Vimes's graphics card, yeah. which I'm bugging if I remember what it is. But it's, it's, I think it's a uh, Nvidia GTX five five five, I think, or five fifty. That sounds vaguely familiar. Five fifty, I think. So yeah. I have that. I have um, a power supply that Sheepdog found in the back of a cupboard in his house which is a bit shit and probably needs replacing um, I have a Dell case which is about as useful as an old shoebox when it comes to changing anything in I basically had to, in order to remove the wireless card that was in there to try and fit this graphics card I actually had to cut through the wire with a pair of scissors because they don't attach stuff with screws you know Dell, they attach stuff with mm. stuff that looks like screws yeah. but there's no screwdriver in the world that fits those heads so I basically ripped it out bent the case a little bit and cut it with scissors to remove it. I do deliberately make it so it's hard to kind of alter now this is kind of completely going off the point of the, can you get it for 300 quid, the same what you've got of kit, of kit wise I am sitting next to a project which I've kind of given up doing anything with, um I basically was given from my company because we had some old bits of kit. I've got literally a computer which is a case, a power supply, a motherboard, and a CPU all really put together. That's just that's all it, all it is. Um, that kind of sounds like the stuff that you're missing. It is, isn't it? I feel I feel like I'm, I feel like this is some kind of convenient scenario that you set yourself there. It would think so. I was really we talking about it. What you were missing? I was thinking, I'm actually going to do anything that bits of kit, or is it just worth sending it to you? Um, only thing about it, I, I don't. Only thing about it, I don't know if it works because I've never tested it. Um, it doesn't need to work. The one I've got now doesn't work. That's a good point. It'd be, it'd be just as good as that one. Yeah, exactly. If nothing else. If it's the same sort of height as the one I've already got, I can then put a plank of wood across the top of it, and it makes a coffee table. That is true. So you know there there are ways to to make it useful even if it doesn't work. Yeah, it's basically a it's a it's a, a Pentium uh, one of the one of the first of the I think it's the of, of this, I think it's a Sandy Bridge, which is the first of those kind of generation of chips. Um, which I mean, it's few years old, but I mean, still relatively good. Um, but it's probably actually usable. So we should talk about that probably offline. But I mean, 
Yes, we should, sir. We should might as well just get rid of this. This is where we play the holding music and we we thrash out a negotiation <laughs> and then we, we come back. This would be the ideal spot. If, if Proton had given us a, a, a 15 minute promo for his new show we could uh, we could we could thrash out a, a deal old school style now i it, think that's a very that's a very dangerous challenge you just set for him there <laughs> I, I would imagine this one he sent it's only about 20 seconds long it probably started at 15 minutes and he's given it to robbie rue who's just cut out all the shit <laughs> cut the cut out all the crap yeah that's, that's definitely possible um anyway we should talk about that because i think we probably might about use of that kit which is good because i didn't know what the hell to do with it and i always like helping people with kind of bits of crap kicking around um so with projects kind of sorted almost on the spot in lo- live certainly from my perspective Daddy, i should come on this show more often yeah absolutely do you, do you broadcast every week <laughs> it's a one-off well we, we, we try to i mean it becomes harder each week it seems um but we should move on to the lovely movies tv books and great novels um that's and a catchy name for a segment. It well. is. It is. It really. We could have called it sequential art as well, just to keep give it a real kind of kind of taste, a real arty. Um, I'm going to go first on this because you've got a lot more things to talk about. A lot of things that I want to kind of pick your brains about at least. Um, and also, as you by sounds that you've also seen it. Um, Iron Man three. I went to saw it last weekend. It. I saw it. What did you think? I really enjoyed it, but that comes with the disclaimer that I've not actually seen Iron Man 2 all the way through, and I only saw the first Iron Man after I'd seen The Avengers and Thor and... Oh, so you're out of chronological order. Yeah, I... Uh, because as i already disclosed earlier in the show i was never really into the comics until the walking dead dragged me into the comics about a year ago and i've sort of been tentatively exploring comics ever since and it didn't really have any interest to me i was dragged a lot by the way thor 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 needs to change his fucking name because i can't pronounce my th's that fella <laughs> the guy with the hair and the hammer uh-huh. i was dragged along to see that film by a mate after I split up with my ex because he was trying to cheer me up and he said, you'll like this. And I just sat there the whole way through thinking, why the fuck am I here? What, what is this? Who is this guy? What's happening? Um, and in the end, I actually quite, I ended up quite liking the, the movie, but I had no idea who he was, what it was about. Never you, heard you, of him. You've never heard of Thor before. Never. I'd heard of him as a, as oh, so a, as mytho- a god. mythological god. I yeah. wasn't aware that, some fella in America was drawing pictures of him and adding speech bubbles to said pictures. Um, I'd seen the Hulk film um, because I like Hulk. I used to have Hulk wallpaper when I was a kid. Um, I didn't, I didn't really understand why there were two Hulk films a few years apart. I wasn't that interested to, to work out why or find out why. Um, and I'd never seen Captain America. Wasn't really sure who he was. And I'd never heard of Iron Man to the point where when I remember a few years ago, you've never heard of Iron Man. Oh, Jesus. A few years ago when Robert Downey Jr. was first cast in that, I remember hearing someone talk about it on the radio. Um, and they talked about Iron Man. And I remember thinking, Robert Downey Jr. is in a film, The Man in the Iron Mask, <laughs> assuming that that was what they were talking about because I had no idea who or what an Iron Man was. Nerdiness has come to me very late in life. I was, so I it was, seems. I was cool when I was younger. I don't was know what a cool kid at school. Yeah, I don't know what happened to me as I got older. Um, but yeah, I, I, was, I was totally out of touch, never heard of it. So 
it's all been something that's kind of been new and introduced to me in the last year. So I'm still absorbing everything. So I'm, I'm not really the person to give a real opinion on it. As a movie, I thought Iron Man 3 was good. Um, but I hear from a lot of people who know far better than I do that it was a bit of a disappointment. So what that's do you think, little well, fella? That's interesting because... I kind of went there seeing it after a few people. I I, I, tell you, I didn't watch it initially. I had people sort of Thursday night preview showings and people from I know in the states who are watching it and everyone's going, "Oh, this is a fucking amazing kind of comments," which I always get a bit worried about because that makes it sound a bit like this is over the top, isn't it? And I didn't mind that so much because Avengers was massively over the top, but I really enjoyed it. It was a romp. It was fun. It was silly. Um, I, I mean, I watch everything in chronological... I've watched the entire thing in chronological order. I watched Iron Man, followed by... Um, I think it must have been Captain America next, or was it Thor next, or whatever. And I watched everything, Iron Man 2, and it, it's most definitely... It's more of a sequel to The Avengers than it is Iron Man 2, I thought. Mm. Um, so I don't think you missed a great deal by kind of not getting much involved with um, Iron Man 2. Um, it got a bit silly towards the end. It kind of... I don't want to kind of spoil people, but the kind of the the battle, the big fight, which is surely no one's expecting it not to be a big fight, so that's not really a spoiler. I don't know. It kind of lost. It got so a bit OTT that it kind of lost any of the um, the value. I don't know how you felt. Do you think that I, I I was sat there watching it, thinking I can understand why they've had to do this because they either had to do this or the Avengers had to get involved. Sure. So. I, I kind of had to do it that way, but with it being a sequel to the Avengers, it, it kind of felt a little bit to me like, where's his mates? He's <laughs> it's awfully lonely. Yeah, exactly. Well, you couldn't one of them just come and help him out. They can't all be busy. Just, just ring your mates. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I've, 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 I've one of the problems. I mean, I'm not quite sure how it works. They've got a Thor two and a Captain America two coming out. And of course you've got, the Spider-Man stuff, which well, is owned by different studios. makes studio. sense, because I assume that's going to be back on his planet again. So that makes sense. That's why his mates aren't there. I can yes. understand that one. Captain America, from what I understand, um, what's-her-face is in it. Um, Black Widow. Yes. So, and um, Nick Fury and a few of them. So that's still kind of keeping in with what's been going on in Avengers. That's kind of sensible as well, because Black Widow is just a normal human, so they, they don't, you don't have like that scenario of someone who's a superman and somebody who's just like kind of jimmy olsen or something mm. um, i mean they're i mean while captain america is he's super in inverted commons inverted commons he is just actually just an enhanced human he's not he's, he's strong but he's not like silly strong yeah but yeah. with with iron man i just thought they should they feels like if it was real the Avengers would be getting involved in this. I think you're probably right. I think with the overall scale of it. Um, only thing I'll say about, but not don't, don't want to spoil this. I thought the Mandarin was dealt with amazingly. That was brilliant. Yeah, that, it was superb. I um, loved that. I don't want to tell you more about it, but that is definitely that's probably one of the highlights of the film for me. I did not expect it to be done in such a way. Should we no, say? No, it was. It was very clever. Um, so I'm a th- that's I'm a three done. Um, I also had the pleasure of my girlfriend insisted upon watching it. Um, John Carter or John Carter of Mars um, for the purists. Um, have you seen this? I have no idea what you're talking about. That's interesting. I mean, what would you imagine John a film called John Carter would be about? Um, I would imagine it would be about a fella called John Carter. That would be my guess. But it, it kind of makes it sound a bit like a um, 
well, just like an action film. I would say it's or... probably a 2012 American science fiction adventure film directed by Andrew Stanton. That would be my first guess. <laughs> Actually, that's your second guess. But okay, that's yeah. a good second guess. Um, I, I, it's basically a sci-fi. What the hell adventure. is he on a walrus on the cover to this film? Uh, maybe I don't know. So... I was expecting a man in a suit and tie carrying a briefcase. He's riding what looks like a walrus, dressed as a what is he dressed as? He's dressed as the ultimate warrior. <laughs> we're riding a walrus he's a bit dressed like a warrior i know what you mean it, it's a kind of sci-fi adventure but it's a, it's a it's a very popular range of books which i knew nothing about um and this was the guy that this i understand and guy i believe was formerly from pixar studios and big fan of the books and i think this was a notable flop i don't think it's as bad as some of them have been saying but it's certainly not good if that makes sense it's i'd, I'd happily never watch it again um and that's always a special category for me it's like yeah yeah okay i've watched that now i'll never watch it again it's ridiculous i mean it's it's because he's from earth but he's on mars um because of the gravity difference let's not discuss atmosphere or how he's breathing in space um well, he's the ultimate warrior. He can do anything. Well, he can jump really high. That's his superpower. He can jump. Nice. Is that how he got to Mars? No, that was through flange. Through did the, did the walrus go with him, or was the walrus there when he got there? Walrus was there when he got there. Okay. Yeah. It does have quite an adorable kind of leathery dog thing who has that kind of... He definitely has super speed, um, and he was quite cute. In a, he's, a, he play, he's played a bit like the... Um, the dog in Up, the Pixar film. That's the best dog in the world. It is best dog. He's played a bit like that without the voice, and I quite like. Uh, well, so maybe I might have to put you on the. Maybe you could go and watch it just purely. Yeah, for dog I'd, I'd want. I'd want there to be a space squirrel involved, though. Um, space squirrels. I don't think there's any space squirrel squirrels I can think of. Not interested. Mm, okay, it's lost then. No, oh well, it's gone. Right, let's, 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 just, let's put it on the garbage water as well then. It's gone to the garbage water. Now, you have been reading stuff. Yeah, I'm still learning comics. You are learning say, comics. I'm, I'm a beginner. And um, the re- the, what got me into it was The Walking Dead. So I read all them. And then I went to see what else uh, Robert Kirkman had been up to. So I read all of Invincible as well. And oh, it was, that was great. Isn't that fucking awesome? I, I love, love it. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah. So then I moved on to FIFA Thieves, which I've just finished reading volume two of that. So I don't know this at all. This is, this is his newest one um, that came out oh. uh, last, last year, I think. It's got like 12 issues. Um, and it's basically, why this isn't a TV show yet, I don't understand. Because it is, it's like watching um, an American TV show, right, but okay. in comic form. It's, every, when I'm reading it, I'm constantly thinking, is this just a series of 24 but not in a bad way. It's a series of 24 when 24 wasn't shit. That's a bit like what it feels like, because it's basically a guy who is the best best thief in the world, um, and he's trying to quit. He's trying to retire. All sounds very generic-y Hollywood sure. stuff at the moment, and it kind of is, but it's written really well, and it's the characters... So this, this, are, is, this uh, is modern day stuff? Cause th- th- yeah. Because about name, I presumed it was some, some kind of... Uh, period or kind of medieval no no it's all modern stuff um and basically this guy is trying to give up his life of crime um it's issue one starts off with an awesome hustle style um heist montage okay yeah Yeah. um which is nicely cleverly done um he's trying to give up but he can't 
um, because of various things that keep pulling him back in. And from from about issue four or five onwards, that thing that keeps pulling him back in is that his son is a dick who keeps getting in trouble with the police. And he's got this strange little relationship with the police and the policewoman's trying to arrest him and she can't. And when, I just, when I've, I've tried to describe this to a few people now, and people just think I'm describing a shit TV show. But I actually think it would be a really good TV show. And it's a really good comics. It's really well-written characters. And well, I'm that's, really I mean, enjoying that, it. Okay, on the kind of Walking Dead Invincible scale... Is it, is it up there? I wouldn't say it's as good as them. Because okay. for a start, he doesn't write it directly. He has creative control over it. Oh, and has okay. overall storyline control, but it has individual writers for the uh, for the issues. And I think that's actually changed between volume one and volume two as well. Because I'm trying to save money by just reading the collected editions of these rather than picking it up each month. Um, but the writer changed between the two, and you do notice a slight difference. And volume two is not quite as good as volume one, I don't mm, think. Okay. Um, but you can tell that it's got that sort of vision and that creative control over it. And it, it's good, and I think it will make a really good TV show. Um, but can you can you buy it in volumes then? So I guess yeah. you can buy it. Okay, yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll try and buy volume one. I think I'll, I'll put it in my on my iPad, which I have to. I presume this is how you're doing it. You're using comic yeah, comicology, yeah. yeah. Which is costing me a bloody fortune. It is. It, I mean, it's I've, wrecking me far yeah. more than Steam has so yes. far. Yeah, yeah, it's dreadful. I just throw money at it. It's ridiculous. Um, so you've got Thief, Thief of Thieves, which I'm definitely going to check out because I'm a big fan of Kirkman. And then you've got some Batman, Batman stuff. Lots of Batman because Batman is the other thing that I've I've always kind of been into. I've never really read much in the way of the comics. I've read bits and pieces over the years. I've, I've probably got scattered around the house all of the really big ones like I've got um, Year One and um, Killing Joke and stuff like that knocking around. So I am familiar with Batman yep. um, as a comic um, but I've been trying to catch up with all this New 52 business that's going on yep. um, and just sort of picking in and out. Just so, of- just, just so everyone knows what New 52 is. New 52 is a full kind of DC reboot of the universe. So every single comic line, Batman, Superman, Hall, um, uh, Green Arrow, whatever it may be, have all rebooted and they all kind of started from scratch. And kind of, this is a, exactly why I've done this, is people like Kev can go, oh, I can start from the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. And I think Marvel have tried to do the same thing as yes, well have, with yeah. Marvel now, and I've tried to get into a few of them as well. So it's it's very much a case of trying to find out what sort of thing I might like, because at the moment I'll read anything that has Batman on it, I'll have anything that's Kirkman, and I don't really know where else to go, because I want to read some other stuff, but there's so much out there, and when it's all so expensive, yeah. <laughs> it's I can, just knowing what to get. I can give you some recommendations of kind of like kind of standard classics that are, are really, really worth picking up. But, but also one of the new ones, one of the new lines coming out um, is um, Hawkeye's comic. Um, now I know Hawkeye is the most, is the dullest character and, and kind of think Marvel are well aware of that, but the new style of his is kind of what, what Hawkeye does when he's not an Avenger. And it's a little bit like, a, I assume he just goes fishing. Well, to be honest, it's a bit like that in many ways, but it's, fucking awesome it's the most interesting comic of all of them out there because it pretty much starts in a quantum leap kind of uh, oh boy kind of bad scenario every single every single issue or episode having a look at it um and i think that's really worth picking up so i definitely note hawkeye down as the new one the the art style is kind of now is a kind of a it's very much a kind of 50s art style 
Um, I'd also from a kind of classic period. I'm a big fan of um, Garth Ennis, who um, I would definitely put up there, or maybe make him better than Kirkman as a writer. Um, the Preacher series, which is the '90s comic book series. I think I've got issue one of that knocking around somewhere because I think it was a freebie on Comicsology at some point. Oh, and I think yeah. I read it and thought, "Oh, this looks quite good." But there's been so many of them that I've gone, "Oh, this looks quite good," and it's just working yeah. around them and, and getting back to them. Preacher is definitely one you should not. I mean, it's very dark, very um, obtuse in how it does things. Um, Ennis is a bastard; he does write some really cruel things, um, but it's great. It's got um, gods and vampires in a kind of modern setting that kind of not always believable, but it's ridiculous. I really, really recommend that. I think you'll kind of really get into the characters of that. Um, also, one of uh, Ennis's b- books worth picking out is the series called The Boys, which is about a superhero um, uh, enforcement team, if that makes sense. So, a group of nutters effectively trying to manage out of control superheroes awesome um all of these i have to say these are definitely in the adult mature section that they've got um ennis is notoriously known for epic amounts of uh sexual references and awesome uh, so there's boobs in it then that's what you're trying to tell me there's boobs in it oh i'm all over it then and preach does have a character called arseface which is uh always good um but yeah, stuff that we're picking up. Um, of why the last man's probably worth picking up. Which I've is, read that. Yeah, I've, I've read. Yeah, that's probably my favourite series I've read so far. That oh, I prefer okay. that to Walking Dead and Invincible and stuff like that. I thought that was brilliantly done. Yeah, it's, to the it's point good. where, off the back of that, I've been reading Saga as well, which is Matey's new one. Is I forget the guy's name who wrote it. Um, that's the one he does now, which is a weird man with a TV for a head. Um, which I really like that as well. It's a really different sort of art style in there as well. It's like everything's been prettily painted. Yes, yeah, so uh, I've seen. I've never, never read them, but I've seen it. Um, but yeah, that's. I think that's particularly good at the moment. I am strangely enjoying the new Fifty Two version of Aquaman. That's quite amusing. The first like four episodes, four episodes issues, are um, very much mocking the fact that he's Aquaman. Awesome, because that's exactly what I was about to do. I was about to say, what the hell is the point of Aquaman? The man can just swim. I can yeah. swim. I'm not a superhero. That's pretty much the point. The point was where Aquaman rescues the, the kind of somebody and does heroic things, super strength and fancy stuff, and all the policemen are going, "Oh my god, how the hell are we get back to the precinct and admit that Aquaman helped us?" Um, <laughs> and things like that. So it's pretty worth certainly worth checking out because they they do quite they're quite clever both the New Fifty Two and the Marvel now with the the earlier issues are a little bit cheaper and kind of worth a punt i'd say awesome um well i'm pleased getting to comics because i think that's there's some really good stuff surprisingly good the thing i'm struggling with is all these bloody crossover things that do across all the different issues even talking specifically of batman now the only batman i was really reading up until recently was the actual batman comic um but it had all that uh, death of the family stuff going yeah. on so I, I got all the ones that were connected to that but then yeah. in these recent recent ones the two most recent ones where he's um scrapping with old clayface what the where the hell did all this stuff about robin come from he's there mourning robin and i'm thinking what the fuck happened to robin 
I don't know. This is this is one of the problems with it. They've got too many chains going on, so you have these multiple story arcs going traveling on. So I've read, I haven't read up to as far as you on Batman. I read the Death in the Family series, which is, I think Joker's done really well in it. Joker's kind of lost his face and he's kind of yeah. pinned it back on in a very bleak way. Um, he's particularly uh, repellent, and I did, I really enjoyed it through through that. And the the previous um, story about the owls was quite good as well. Um, but I've kind of stopped recently i think because i kind of lose track of what i'm reading because you read so many different stories and i forget what i was reading. i was i was basically focused just on that one and i got to issue 19 i think it is we've just finished all the joker business and suddenly batman's mourning that his son's dead and i'm thinking what the fuck that didn't happen in the last episode i still don't know where that happened i'm trying to find out what series i need to go and read now to find out what happened to robin because it turns out he doesn't exist anymore he's dead don't know where <laughs> or why or how it happened and i i need them to have an idiot's guide at the start of every issue and it just needs to say look if you've not read this other series yet here's a hint go and read that because if not there's a no, massive see, spoiler see, in that's, that's that's interesting because normally particularly the dc comics they tend to flag like an asterisk in the bottom corner like i'll oh, read x to find out I more about this, this and it, which is like odd with, like with the stuff that's been leading up to this i was keeping track and i've got little issues of all the different ones that were tied into that joker storyline because it was telling me where to go next but with this, it just it hasn't, and I don't know where. I, I guess I'll just look at look at on the internet if I care that much. But I don't know what happened to him other than the fact that apparently he's dead. And I got the latest um, Batman and Robin thinking I oh, must be in there. He looks all right in that. <laughs> he's still alive in Batman and Robin, so he didn't die in that either. So what <laughs> bloody comic has Robin died in? Someone needs to tell me what comic I need to get to yeah. find out how, when, why Robin died, or if it has even happened. I'm, I'm so I'm, confused. I don't think he's got his own comic, or has he? I don't think so. Then it might be the Batman. There's a Batman and Robin. Uh, yeah, Batman and Robin, and he's one I've read, and he's fine in that. The, the most right. recent Batman and Robin, or I think it's the most recent one, he's he's still in that but from what i can gather that's now for the next five issues so i've done a little bit of research but obviously not enough to find out what i actually wanted to know but for the next five issues that's going to have guest people instead of robin so it's going to be batman and nightwing batman and batgirl and they're working through that with a view to a new robin appearing in about four or five months time and right. going reverting back to being batman and robin again so he's definitely dead but i don't know where or how or what happened and I'm mm. so confused. I don't know. That's, that's poor on their part. They should have sorted that out. That's that's shitty, I think, to be honest. So that's I think what, what they're trying to do is trick me into buying every Batman comic that's currently out there. And it's so almost working. What happened to him. Exactly. I've, I bought Batman and Robin off the back of it. And because it did, I just assumed that must be where it happened. Yeah, agreed. I would have thought it been there. Um, but no, it didn't. So I, I will Google it. Unless uh, What I actually want to do is someone to just tweet it at me and say, look, hey. Go and, go and have a read of this. And if it turns out I have to read a series of four or five comics to know what the bloody hell happened to him, oh, I'll be cross. But I guess this is, and this is why I've not touched any Marvel stuff yet. Because from what I can gather, if I don't like having to do that, Marvel is going to confuse the hell out of me. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm trying to think, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm only really watch list, uh, reading the um, what are they called. I think what they, I think is 
not the uncanny X-Men. They've kind of got this thing where they've split the X-Men up. So Cyclops is like the new Magneto kind of villain, villainy villain type, but he isn't really. And um, they've had a really stupid story out with the Avengers versus the X-Men and the Avengers were goppingly annoying and <laughs> completely incorrect in what they're doing. But yet they've tried to portray them as the good guys. If that makes sense in the storyline, regardless of what they've done. And that, yes, Cyclops and the X-Men on the whole, as a general view, were wrong and bad. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense. That, that, that doesn't add up at all. All the things that happened were Avengers' fault and you're <laughs> blaming. So that's a kind of interesting thing. So I kind of want Cyclops to be um, uh, proved as to actually know he, he was right all along. And that's effectively what's kind of happening, I think, but we'll see. Um, but it does get a bit confusing because they do like to dick around so much with this, the Marvel Universe. It's just always changing. Um, but anyway, let's move on to um, the news. Why not? And I have kind of put out a few stories here, which I thought were quite interesting. Well, relatively. Some more so than others. Um, now, Project Shield, which I don't know if you heard about this, that strange NVIDIA kind of 360 yeah. pad. The only the reason I've heard about this is because every week on our show, there's a half dozen people in the chat saying, are you going to talk about the NVIDIA console thing? And every week we completely ignore that those people exist. And it's become a little running gag between me and Sheepdog. Oh. We now acknowledge that it exists, but we're deliberately not mentioning it on our show just to see how long these people get angry in the chat about it for, because it amuses us. Well, I'm, I'll go with that. It, it obviously doesn't exist, and it doesn't exist for $350, and it doesn't exist in the US in June. It looks quite snazzy um, from the video <laughs> that I didn't watch. Um, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it on this show. It can exist on here, but it still won't exist um, when we do our show um, tomorrow and also in the past because I'm confused by our chronology. Um, but yeah, it looks really <laughs> snazzy. It's basically an Xbox controller with a telly stuck on top. It does, yeah. That suits me down to the ground. I'm all over that bad boy. If it wasn't for the fact it's ridiculously expensive, it is, and it is just currently within the kind of. Um, and from what Android I can gather, from what I can gather, list. unless I'm in my house, all it can do is play the games I could already play on my phone for nothing. Is yes. that right? That's... If I want to play proper games, it only streams them from my PC. That's my understanding of it as well. That's my so at the moment, I can play Angry Birds on an Xbox controller for $350, but if I, if I want to play Assassin's Creed, which I think was the one that was on the, the video for it, I have to be sat on my sofa near my laptop, which I could just play it on. Yeah, that's definitely a possible um, issue with it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested in who, who again, buying this. I mean, I'd buy a lot of tat. And maybe John will buy this along with his Oculus Look, Rift. Let's face and... it, I've got a Wii U and a Vita. If anyone's going to buy it, you know where it's ending up. I'll... Well, actually, then, going on to that note of um, kind of segues into the kind of next story, which is... To be honest, I, I don't really give a damn. It's just I found it quite interesting was the fact that the Frostbite engine, which is used for the new Battlefield 4 um, shiny, shiny stuff, which will not be working on the Wii U. Their EA are working to make an exclusive one for mobile. Nintendo are knackered, aren't they? I, 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 find, I find that truly fucking All ridiculous. the fuss about getting the the big games to the Wii U at launch when they got Mass Effect 3, this one-year-old game. We're going to be competing with the current-gen 
for a little while anyway. They're not even going to do that. They're not even going to have Battlefield when that comes out, and it's going to be out on every other bloody thing, including my phone. I, I just don't understand what that console is for. I I can't really say anything. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of Nintendo stuff. I've been uh, kind of since I was a kid. You're a fan of what Nintendo used to do, like everyone else is. Yeah. No one's a fan of what they've spent the last three or four years doing because they've spent the last three or four years trying to implode, and they're but, doing but, a damn good job of it. Well, it's, that's why I want to get a Game Boy Micro just to play Zelda Three, Super Metroid, um, Super Mario World. If only we could get Super Tennis on there. But hmm. yeah. That, that's pretty much why I want to get one. So I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. It just doesn't make any sense how you can work one for a mobile device, but not for a, another console. It suggests the Wii U has just got loads of spaghetti inside it rather than normal computer parts. And they've basically done what Sony did with the PlayStation 3 and made it absolute ball ache to develop for. That's the only thing I can assume is happening here. That I, it, I, I think the spaghetti theory is probably the most accurate. I, I haven't seen no proof that it's not full of. So I go and crack mine open now and see what's in it. Oh, do you know what? I'm tempted, but then I'll feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> um, other things come up. Uh, I, I, this is more for you, kind of console monkeys, really. Um, EA to dis- discontinue online passes, apparently. Which means Battlefield 4, I can play without an online pass, but if I want to play my old version of FIFA 12 that I pick up from a car boot sale, still got to buy them from that, though. That's correct, yeah. Sort it retroactively, eh, for God's sake. That is a a bit special, isn't it? It's a very impressive feature there. But yes, um, I'm not quite sure. For me, this is more a sign of what the new console's going to be doing rather than what EA are doing, if that makes sense. I think it's a bigger hint to that. Yeah, all it means is that the games are going to be tied to the console, so they don't need online passes anymore. Exactly, yes, exactly. Because the reason it was doing was to fuck over second-hand um, yeah. sales, wasn't it, really? Yeah. So It's kind of a non-event, because it doesn't, not really going to affect anyone, I don't think. Well, it's Apart more, from Battlefield 4, which I guess will come out on current gen. I think it's quite more of an event, purely because it's a, a hint of really confirming what everyone's talking about, the always mm-hmm. online stuff and other fluff might be needed for it. Um, the last story I've got is I'm only really saying this because it's something I used to work on um, the uh, Mamorpaga uh, Rift is going free to play in June hurrah let me give them £50 yes that, but, but why not I mean that's it's all there for you you probably you can't be Iron Man though that's probably a problem for you we'll see about that <laughs> but yeah I mean if people are interested in playing it I know some uh Guys, are in the, uh, I know that they're trying to make it so it's not shit to be free to play. It's not like a kind of horrible experience, but it'd be interesting to see if. Wasn't it already free to play up to a point? Couldn't you get up to a certain level or something yes. on it? Yeah. So it now, a, this has now opened up the whole thing, has it? Yeah, that's my understanding. Yeah, pretty much. Because the original was like you were limited up to level 20, but this is kind of completely open. So you can kind of. You get, I think you get loads of benefits for uh, if you're a former subscriber and own the games and whatever else, but this is just a. It's all free to play, so you can kind of enjoy the game from kind of to in all its glory, should we say? Awesome. Um, yeah, I do have a question about that. Okay, as a man in the know, you might be able to answer the question. They've announced it's going to be free to play from the twelfth of June. Yes, it's the sixteenth of May as we're recording this. Yes. How many subscriptions do they think they're going to sell between now and the twelfth of June to justify not just switching it over today? Um, that's an, it's an interesting thing because when Star Wars announced 
their free-to-play system last year. They did it like three or four months beforehand, which was, frankly, utter lunacy. Um, I think they've been quite clever, because let me see when the actual announcement was. I think it might be conveniently under a month. <laughs> to be honest with you. Right. <laughs> and uh, that's why they chose that date, if I'm being cynical. Um, and as my marketing person, yeah, I am cynical. Um, so I think pretty much it's only been a day or two. So yeah, it's because it's less than a month. That's why they're doing it that way. What is that to stop people cancelling, or is that it's what? to minimise churning of subscri- subscribers, basically? Okay, that makes sense. Um, you still get people leaving. You can't really do it, but you need to give some time because it's oh, it's, it's a really wanky thing to do, isn't it? Really? Um, yeah, I suppose. So just, to me, it just seems you might as well just do it immediately. Because no one's going to... I'm not going to go out and think, oh, Rift, free to play. Awesome. I'll go and get a subscription on the 19th of May. It just... I, no, it just I agree. Seems, I, I agree. Seems odd. But to be fair, they, what you're meant to do is manage that so it doesn't happen. So you deal with the retailers and kind of get stock out of channel so you wouldn't be on the shelves anymore. And things so like if that. I was to go to the Rift website now... Could I buy a subscription now? Or would they oh, tell me, question. actually, there's not a lot of point in doing that because it's going to be free in less than a month. So or are they still going to take a full month's money from me? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm it does kind of say on the now. website, massively announcing free-to-play, so they're clearly not. Um, but below that, a buy now button. <laughs> awesome. Um, but to be fair, I think that they're supporting... You still can buy stuff to get extra features anyway, so I don't know how it's completely working, but they wouldn't surprise me if that's how they're kind of covering that. Start here. Play for free. I'd just be shit at it. I'd just play up to level 20 and be shit for now and then get the rest for free when it opens up. Oh, see, exactly. That's my plan. See, problem solved. Awesome. Um, kind of almost in the home stretch here. And uh, we've, it's probably been the longest two-man show Possibly when it's because you don't bloody stop talking. I'm sat here trying to, I've been trying to go to bed since eight o'clock. Yeah, I know. I'm cruel. I'm I've cruel. done my plug in. I don't know what I'm still doing here. No, it's true. I think it was the temptation of um, not knowing it, but then being tempted with getting a free PC, um, followed by um, talking about comic books. Yeah, I think that's I what did it. I think that's, I think that's the, the crucial thing. It's been worth needing a wee for the last hour for, for all that, I suppose. <laughs> exactly. So you, I think you're on your best form. You're like a kind of a bladder I'm sort, I'm sort Yeah, I've got a squirmy quality to me as I desperately need to go to the toilet. <laughs> I'm thinking, I swear the last time I did a pre-recorded show, you could take breaks whenever you bloody no, wanted. That's only when you do stupid things, have John there who has to have a fag break and a, and a snack break. Uh, kind of. I could, I could use a snack. To be fair. And also, while we're on the subject of things that are confusing me, I know I'm moaning that I want to go to bed and now I'm elongating the show even further. (laughs) But are you deliberately trying to mess with me? Because I swear when this phone call started, your Skype picture didn't have those glasses on. I think those glasses (laughs) have appeared during this show. And I'm Um, quite confused by how that happened. Because I swear they weren't there before. Well, first they were there. (laughs) There's no getting away from it. I think your 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 eyes have been ruined. Because I'd have noticed them, and we'd have had a chat about that much earlier if I'd have seen them before. Well, that that, that photo you're seeing, and I don't realise the, the listeners can't see it, so it's going to be a bit, bit mean, is actually from Gamescom last year. And uh, it was... Um, a friend of mine um, works for Wargaming, uh, World of Tanks, Fluff, which a gamer person dislike, but he works there, and they do a stupidly ridiculous... Um, Gamescom party and 
There are things. So you that... weren't dressed as Will I Am. No, he threw them. They were throwing them out to people. Okay. Um, because oh, they, they, the part is ridiculous. They do because the, who did they get? Um, oh, LMFAO they had in who um, who got so overexcited. They um, I think it was their last gig ever together. In fact, um, they actually blew up the amps by spraying them with champagne. Nice. Um, that was impressive to the many thousands of people going to the free gig that they got <laughs> the music all of a sudden cutting off. But yes, that's why the glasses were definitely there. It was not some go. kind of high trickery. That's all right then. Continue. Um, well, we're almost to uh, uh, we we break time as we kind of get to the back end of the show, so to speak. So releases. Um, this is kind of based upon if this show goes out on the weekend. Um, the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing. Well, it's coming out on the 22nd of May, which, I'll be honest, I know a little about, and it sounds terrible. Awesome. Let's all buy it. Excellent. Um, 24th of May, Resident Evil Re- Revelations, which... Don't is, buy that, because we know that shit. Isn't, I mean, isn't that already out on console? That's... Not, not only is it already out on console, it's been out on the 3DS for a year. So it's a 3DS port to console, which is shit, because I played it at a Gadget Show. And... It's now been ported from the 3DS to the consoles to the PC, which, let's face it, that's surely only going to make it less shit, isn't it? Or, hang on, no. Isn't that likely to be really, really, really shit now? A double port spectacular. Yeah, from a a handheld game as well. We've got to remember, that's where it started. It's a handheld game that's had the 3D scrubbed off of it and a lick of HD paint. And from what I could tell... That's all they did to it to bring it to consoles. Well, that is a real treat. So everybody, you've got some real, real humdingers to engage with in the next week, or you could just play some of the free-to-play stuff, or spend 140 pounds on Marvel characters, or send me the money so that I can do that. Yes, that's also a very strong. Send it option. to the usual address. Yes, absolutely. So, um, getting to uh, the lovely kind of. We we break time for for Kev and um, obviously remind you guys to make sure you do all your lovely donations. Use your affiliate links on the website. You can go and go through and buy your shiny um, iPod devices and games through the affiliate links. slash Amazon. See, like a like a master. Um, don't forget to review us, review us on iTunes. I haven't checked reviews in the last week or two, but reviews are still coming through beautifully, and we obviously appreciate any Make lovely the point reviews. That, that, um, this show has been so much better than every other one because I'm on it just to, just to upset John. It doesn't even have to be true. We all know it's not true, but I just like to upset John. It's my, it's what I live for. It's why I do this. It's, I set this site up because I knew there would be an angry bald man in the Reading area that I could dedicate my life to pissing off. And, um, that's, that's, I want to just keep it going. So just, just reviews that mention how, how, how great I am compared to John would be great. Yeah. That, yeah that's also, that's supported by everybody on the, uh, on the, uh, uh, bits and pieces crew. <laughs> so <laughs> dig into that as much as you want, everybody. Um, don't forget you can, uh, access the mature gamer podcast on the Facebook pages, which is all kind of updated with shiny goodness. And you've got the Twitter feed for, the Bits Show on at MGP Bits, which somebody might want to use Twitter. Do you want to plug your Twitter thing? I don't care. Why not? To... Um, I'm at Lelujo. And also, follow the Night Shift folks at, at MGUK. No, it's not that. That's my show. MGUK Podcast is me. Oh, how did that happen? <laughs> um, their show is at MGP Night Shift. 
I'm trying. Yeah, that is correct. So follow them as well, because um, bless them, they've still got less than a hundred followers. We need to get them up in the into the big leagues with the rest of us. And the, the, the team are going to town, so I think you're in for a kind of uh, absurd treat of eight-hour broadcasting with Captain Townsend. Me and Bouncy were talking about this um, the other day because it, it was a show Bouncy was going to be involved in. I think it might have even been on our show. Um, last week or possibly in our little post-show chat that we have Um, but he's made the point that if it turns out to be absolutely wonderful he's going to try and take credit for it because he was there at its inception and if it's awful it's shit because he's not on it I'd like to take that a step further and say if it's the best show you've ever heard kind of got me to thank for that just remember that (laughs) and if it's shit blame Proton seriously it's all on him yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, I mean, all bases are covered, really. Exactly. So, uh, I think, covered. In, in fact, if the show, if their show does happen to come out before this episode is released over the weekend, which is unlikely, but if it does, just just use the editing, your editing skills, to just make sure that I'm I'm accurate in my description of it with what I've just said. Just chop out one of those comments. <laughs> anyway. Um, thank you for joining us as our mystery guest host. That was a uh, very kind of you, Kev. Um, it's much appreciated. And um, it's, been we'll a, see... it's been a pleasure. It's been a delight. Good. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. It's been a joy. In fact, it's probably the first one we may have even spoken properly. Um, maybe. I don't remember. I speak to a lot of people. Uh, I'm, I'm a rude man. I don't remember who I'm speaking That's to true. most of the time. That's true. That's true. Um, anyway, um, thanks for listening to the show. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Guy behind the scenes. It wasn't going where I was expecting it to. What about copyright? So we can say it's not Half Life 3. <laughs>